Welcome back to the Mailbag on the Super Tuesday Recap Podcast. This is your host, Chris, here and D-Palm. And uh, this is our monthly mailbag where we read a uh, listener email and then we kind of go off on some uh, some of the stories of the month. Um, this is, a, uh, I guess it's February, shortest month of the, the year. And we only got one email in this month. So uh, we'll go ahead and get that in real quick and then we'll hop into some of these stories. So it'll be a quick mailbag this month. Um, so we got an email in from Amani. It says, look, I need to apologize for getting these emails off last minute. I had to carry an extra 40 pounds of weight around the office to celebrate Black Every Month. And my response time has gotten a little slow. That's all. Um, Amen. <laughs> Amen. You can't just be. This is a pod. This is a mailbag podcast. We're going to get to it. There are a lot of excuses to get your ass whooped. <laughs> This is voluntary for now. Nah, we all need excuses. Everything bad things are going wrong for all of us. We've all had excuses in our lives. And especially if you think of yourself as the baddest man alive, you get knocked the fuck out. You've got to have excuses. I understand that intellectually. Better excuses. That's all I ask. I just, I mean, listen, if I'm going to, first of all, is that was just, you need better excuses, but also that was dumb. Um, oh, super dumb. It's, it's just, I heard the costume was like forty thousand dollars too. Like, come, no, dude, bruh. Like, no, no. You can't, you can't do all that and then get your ass knocked out. You, or I'm sorry, no. have your have your corner quit for you. So, but that corner should have quit for. Me. No, no, and I. Okay, seriously, we're talking about uh, the Wilder um, uh, Fury fight. Um, I, you're right, and uh, I, I did hear uh, he said, "Say, I wish my corner would let me go out on my sword." Like, no, no, bro. That's why corners need to That's throw the. Why they're the corner? Yeah, because no, you do not let your. He fire. fired that dude. Oh, he did. Oh, that's you're doing his job. No, that's ridiculous. That's that dude you're was looking ridiculous. out for him. Hey, how did you fire? I saved my boss's life. Yeah, no, that's no. that's that's dumb. That's dumb. Anyway, uh, finish the rest of this email. But I just had to get this out of the way. If Chris is planning to leave as CEO, tell Deepom now so he can afford those new Earthrise drops. <laughs> Look, I'm saying this shit right now. Hasbro. God damn it. <laughs> I don't need these problems. I just bought all these fucking toys. What are you doing? So just just a just just so you know, uh, it's probably not a good idea to drop those links in the um in the Facebook group. Because like when you drop something it's like, you know, tell Hasbro not to make me buy these transformers, uh, uh, these tra- transformers right now. Like people in the group are just going to tell you to go and do it. So have you seen Eight Mile, sir? Hmm. Have you seen Eight Mile? <laughs> yeah. Me dropping that link is the final B rabbit rap. Tell people something they don't know about me. <laughs> you can't hurt me if I disarm it first. <laughs> Um, between DC and Disney, folks are jumping ship like crazy this month. I mean, Bob Iger wasn't surprised. Wasn't a surprise he's been trying to go since before the Fox deal. But I'm curious to see what uh, enemies for uh, DC with them changing how they address the timelines oh, again. Yeah, so we 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 do, and the, on both of these things are going to be things that we're going to be talking about later on the in the podcast. So just just stay tuned for that kind of stuff. Speaking of DC, well, the stuff the Flash is taking from the Rebirth run, nigga. If we get a version of Flash War. And that's how they bring Wally back. I'm not gonna say, I'm gonna lie. Wally did kind of seem kind of angry in that. What'd you do to the Spade Force question? He had to bury. So, 
I'm very excited. It's two weeks from now because there's an actual Super Tuesday. Yes. Which will be pretty the Super Tuesday podcast. Yes. Um, next week. However, two weeks? Yeah. We'll be right here talking all about it because I think they've got a lot of ground to cover with the Wally character in just an hour mm-hmm. because right, wrong, or indifferent, a lot of fans feel a lot of connection to the character. Yes. And they have a certain level of expectation of things that have happened recently. So it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate both the larger meta, what did you do to the Speed Force, Barry, with also the where is Wally's head at now. And also I've seen stills that, like you said, we talked about in the Flash review, this goes back next week too. So it's going to be an episode full of uh, new information to move all of our uh, pollens forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm very excited. Um, greatness saving comics thoughts for the pull list next month but I don't know how much more of this my wallet can take found out there's a new Darth Vader uh, series at the same time Chris did and you know that's an auto subscribe uh, appreciate the dope show as always have a great one listen we'll talk about this on the pull list but yes um, I I actually have to start actually budgeting for comics now it's become a problem it's become a problem so no comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have no comment from the gentleman from Atlanta. No comment. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's um it's it's a it's a lot. So, so. um all right. So that was the only email in like I said, anytime you guys want to email us, uh especially about, you know, T V show stuff like you can get some comic stuff in there as well. Again, uh we don't really take emails for the pull list. So if you guys send us emails about stuff for the pull list, we'll read them all here. Um but we're, again, we're gonna we're gonna jump into this. We usually don't have a lot of stories to talk, we kinda just wing it, but t- you know, we actually have a lot to talk about. Uh, I got some today. more that we can do on the list. Yeah, oh okay, great. So um do you wanna start with something you have? No, um, Let's 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 start with the, the, the stuff you want to talk about first. I've got some things that are going to fit in here. Okay, cool. Let's go into that. So the first thing I want to kind of do is, um, and I I'm not on the Star Trek Picard reviews right now, but I did kind of I've been looking at some of the stuff because I remember when we first started oh, when me and uh the Star Trek Discovery crew started reviewing Star Trek Discovery, we kind of joked about CBS All Access because at the time I'm not gonna lie, that first it sucked. Not the show, but the app itself, CBS All Access. Um. But apparently CBS All Access is doing pretty well for itself right now. And I'm basically calling this, it's it's the streaming service that Star Trek built. <laughs> um, because uh, uh, apparently Star Trek Picard is breaking uh, streaming records for uh, CBS All Access. Um, so this is all, like, this is cool. And I, I, I don't, I'm not a Star Trek, Star, Star Trek guy, so I don't have any real tie to this. Mm-hmm. It does call to mind. So I, I've had a lot of conversations with people who are smarter than me about the future of what streaming is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Because right now, CBS is paying to make the show and distribute the show. Yeah. What's going to happen is people like Netflix. And I, I honestly think Netflix is the one who wins in the end. Mm-hmm. They build the infrastructure first and they do it better than anyone else. They're just going to buy content because it's easier to pay for something once when you make it and then get residual paychecks for selling it than it is to try to cost money again to promote and sell it again. Well, I believe you know what what the, I believe what they do right now is, and I'm not sure if it's, I know they did this with Star Trek Discovery. I'm not sure if they're doing with all the rest of the Star Trek shows, but that's actually what they were doing. So 
Um, CBS was actually getting money from Netflix was helping subsidize Star Trek Discovery because that's who distributes it overseas. So while you're, oh, if you're, I'm, if saying, you're, I'm saying that model coming to that, that model is going to be local eventually. Oh yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. These companies that have made these streaming services, you're going to see that it's more cost effective to let the the people who are the pros just pay for the content. Well, and yeah, and and like like uh, to me, I think start. I think I think CBS All Access is is an exception to the rule. One. Like yeah, we we give like the Star Trek content gets gets a lot of people in the door, but they have other stuff on there. Like my dad has CBS All Access, and he he's always watching between all the NCIS stuff, and then like the Good Fight and the like. He watches all the other stuff on there as well, and, and on top of the Star Trek stuff. So, and I, and I believe uh, CBS All Access also has uh, I think it's not was it football? Somebody there's they also stream some kind of there's also some sports they stream as well. So. CBS All Access has they they found a good uh, they have a good fan base and it's I also, think it's, I think it's going to be fine for right now. I'm just saying that right we're looking at a five year window where these services are going away. Oh, oh no no no! I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm thinking that some of them might survive. Like to me, CBS might have gotten to a point where it survives, but there are other things coming in that I think are coming. Like uh, what was it's, it? B, it's, B, not, B, it's, B, it's bad business. Well, they're paying we, twice for, to, to, to run the show. Oh, absolutely! Like like B, uh, I think BET's launched their own service. Like all these other services are coming. in. I'm like, you guys are they're definitely designed to get bought. Yeah, you they're guys, like, you, they're like tech companies in the mid 2000s. Yeah, exactly. Like at this point, we've gotten to that. Like you said, we've gotten to that point where you know there you're you're not you're not going to last long. Like there's going to be some big ones that can probably sustain themselves. Like HBO Max and pro- will probably be able to sustain itself. Disney I think Plus HBO will be Max gets bought by. I think I think that if Apple were smart four years ago, they would have bought HBO. Okay, so that's that's fair. I can like, see something like that, that. Yeah. right now because of just from an infrastructure and distribution level, Netflix is so far out of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's very interesting. People are like, "Oh, this new streaming service TV and Netflix." I'm like, you yeah. don't seem to understand how this works. Well, you you have people to fu- run those articles, and then the stock price goes up on Netflix, right? Well, because like you said, Netflix has the infrastructure, and 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 they kind of like revolutionize that game. And then you have the the ones that are probably not going like Disney Plus has its own. It has this very specific niche Disney that it's going after. Disney works because everything's new all the time. Eight, eight, well, exactly. So so yeah. so that's so that's different. You have the you have the Hulu's Hulu's the same way. They've been there a long time. They're not going. They have their niche, which is like certain uh, TV live TV shows and things like that. They have that. After you get out of those those big those those big three right there. It's a rack. Right. Everybody else is like, even even here with CBS All Access, like they have a good thing going right now. But at some point, cause I know there's also, I believe, two other Star Trek shows they're trying to de- develop. Yeah. I know one is um, uh, the Section Thirty One show with uh, um, oh, what's your name? Why am I why am I drawing a blank? I know you're talking about right. Show. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, and then yes. there, I, I believe the rumor is and. They haven't officially announced. I've saw somebody try to make it seem like they had an exclusive exclusive answer on this. We all kind of know that the the that the Captain Pike and the Enterprise show was coming. They just haven't announced it yet. Like I just have a really strong feeling they're going to be doing that show. Um, but it's like after 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 a while, it's like you have that, and then then like because I watched that uh, I watched the the Twilight Zone, and I was like, mm, could do without, you know. Yeah, can do without. And I think that, like, I think it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens in the next twelve to twenty-four months in streaming because I think you and I are right that it's gonna become like Amazon has streaming to drive you to Amazon. Mm -hmm. They're not here to compete. Yeah, 
Amazon's like, oh, you like this shit? Guess what else we sell? Every goddamn. Thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Amazon with the Amazon with the four. I knew there was four. Amazon's the other one. But like you said, Amazon's just one that's just. Oh, they're well, compete. They're gonna be like, oh, look at Amazon. Well, well, so kind of. But the other thing too is, so each of the big four have their own lane that they're in that they're not really, really competing with each other. Netflix is Netflix and, and Amazon kind of compete a little bit with each other because both of those they actually go after and they actually buy. Like Amazon Studios is actually buying like movie movies. Like w- at at some point, Netflix and Amazon are are gonna you're gonna see Netflix has already kind of been there uh, last couple of years. They're really trying to they're trying to get the the big Oscar win. You know that's where they're going for. They're they're operating in that space. Disney Plus is not going for yeah. that. Hulu's not I, going I, for I, that. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying that Amazon's goal. Oh yeah, is to run streaming. Oh, no, it's to, well, it's Amazon's goal is to run the world. So there's that. Exactly. So, I mean that's <laughs> like stream. Like yeah. But that's, but that's the thing, right? Everybody else has has their sights set on on something else, right? Netflix is is owning the streaming world, and so the other the other three really aren't competing with them. Hulu has their own thing that they're doing. Who's going and, after live TV? Hmm. Yeah. Well, and, Hulu's going for live. And, and, and truth of the matter is, at some point, I can always see at some point Hulu and Disney Plus kind of coming together. Because if you think about, it, that's all kind of now run by the same company, you know, oh, under yeah. Disney. So really, really, when you look at Disney Plus and Hulu, they're kind of one and the same. You know, Hulu allows uh, Disney to own and 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 um. And I, I believe there's other people that have con- have interest in there, but Disney was one of them, and then Fox is one. And since Disney bought Fox. Like exactly. I think they they, they now have the they, yeah they now have the massive ownership in that so that means when people are like oh well you know Disney Plus won't put R rated shows on there it's like because Disney has Hulu and they would just put it over there so you look oh, at Hulu, Hulu kids also known as Disney Plus exactly so you have you have that there and like you said Amazon Amazon's view is like the streaming the streaming stuff is just extra like you get Amazon Video like if you have Amazon Prime you have Amazon Video. You're not even paying. They're not even paying extra for it, right? So it's not even a real thing, right? Though. It's like nobody, nobody just goes out there and surpri- subscribes to Amazon Video. You just have it, and things pop up in there. You're like, "Huh, wow, Hunters didn't know that was on. Let me watch that." So, um, so yeah, like, er- but every, like you said, everybody else is like, like I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what HBO Max does. Because they have some shows that I'm interested in, right? Like, we just did the Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern run. So I can't say I don't want to watch whatever Hal, you know, uh, Green Lantern show they put out. But at the same time, their price point, I kind of feel like they've priced themselves out of me wanting to do that. Like, they should have just told to, to <laughs> like Apple TV is going away very quickly. Guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Do, you know, I always see all, I see all the commercials for Apple TV and I'm like, who actually has Apple Plus? Bro. Apple TV is going away so Apple Plus is so fast. Like that, if Apple had bought HBO four years ago, they'd be they'd be in the top four. Yeah. As it stands, it's a yeah. TikTok. Every now and then, every time I see a show, it's like yes, I see a commercial. I'm like, oh, Apple. Uh, I'm not watching. I'm not. I'm not paying for that. I'll wait for it hits Netflix in six months. Well, and, right? and that's the thing, right? So, so, and then, so the other thing too that the other, the other, the other, the other big four have is so out of out of the ones that we talked about, those big four like uh, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and um, uh, uh, Amazon. I'm technically only paying for two of those because I pay for Netflix. I bought my yearly subscription for uh, for Disney Plus. 
but like if if I was if I was a Verizon member, uh, Files member, I would have that for free. I have Sprint, so I have Hulu for free, and Amazon. I'm an Amazon Prime member, so I have Amazon for free. So honestly, out of those, out of the four, I'm only paying for one really out of pocket. Everything else is included and bundled in with something else. That's the other thing those other streaming services are going to compete with. It's like. How do you convince me to drop fifteen dollars a month on HBO Max? How do you convince me to to drop what is it seven ninety nine or whatever Apple? I don't even know how much Apple Plus is, right? How do you convince me to pay that a month when I get bundled with every? I get every something. I get bundled with. I get all the other services bundled with what I have. It's like that's what you're competing with, right? You might get one or two others. Like you might get me with with CBS All Access again. CBS All, all Access. And that thing that's that it's one of the things that helps CBS is and it's one of the things that helps CBS, but it also caused them me to kind of make fun of them at first, which is they rushed to get the app out there before it was fully like ready and before they had a lot of content. But the thing about it is now they have like two, three years under their belt while HBO Max is awaiting, Apple Plus is just getting out like they have that longevity where they can now they've been adding subscribers and building this building people to use it and, 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 and upgrading their app. So now people are used to it. So they might survive a little bit longer just off of that of familiarity and having been there. But like you said, everybody else is coming in after this game. You're now competing. It's 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 hunger games out there. Let's, let's take the time now. We're talking about streaming. Talk about one of the things that's coming to streaming that you people may not know about yet. And that's Transformers Siege, War for Cybertron. Chris, thank you very much, America, and good night. That's coming on Netflix, right? Can't fucking wait. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that as one of the Mm-hmm. Like, that's the Netflix, thing. It's a wrap, kids. <laughs> Y'all all playing for sex. You don't, people, like, uh, and I, I try to, like, pick this point, like, this is a Netflix show, like, you can't kill the win. Yeah, no. <laughs> At this point, Netflix is everyone's chasing Netflix. And that's fine, but you're not going to catch Netflix. Well, it's you know what Netflix, Netflix you know what Netflix is, right? Netflix has become the Google, like they're, they're like Phoenix. right? Like people now say go Google it, even if they're not using Google as a search engine. It's become Phoenix is not Clinics is a brand name, right? It's not a, the name of the issue, <laughs> right? You know. So that's what Netflix has become. It's like, and so every time I hear people going like, oh, well, Netflix raised the price. I guess I'm out. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to always have the staple. (laughs) They're the staple. They're always going to be there because, and honestly, because they also, they first revolutionized the the game. Remember, you know, Netflix started off, it wasn't streaming. It was DVDs. (laughs) It was DVDs, three pack of DVDs in the mail. A delivery service of three DVDs in the mail. And and then and then they and then they brought the streaming service in. And I remember. I still. Do you remember that day on Twitter where they announced they were going to go to streaming only, and people lost their shit, going, "I I want my DVDs." No, but that, I believe it. Dark Ages, dog. Dark Ages. I remember. I didn't that. have. I, I didn't have that Yeah, I had. I had, I'm not gonna lie. I had the DVDs. I got the DVDs at first um, because there were certain things that, like at that point, they they did have a little bit of stuff on. They had some they had some content online, but it was they still had the bigger the the most of their stuff was still DVDs. So there were certain things I wanted to watch they only had on DVD. So I would order the DVD so I can go and watch it. And again, you get three three DVDs at a time and trying to trying to watch try trust me trying to watch a TV series a long TV series with multiple seasons and you only get three DVDs at a time. 
frustrating as all hell. Right. You didn't get a full season. Right. Right. That's so, half the season of 24. Right. So, um, yeah, man. So I remember, I remember people would say they, they didn't like the idea of doing streaming only and all this other stuff. Now look at this. Everybody's streaming. So that, but that's what Netflix has become. Mm-hmm. So they, they first revolutionized that just having that using other people's content. But then they had the foresight to see that they weren't going to continue to be able to use other people's content. So that's when they started bringing in the, uh, uh, their own, uh, uh, their own original content. And that's why they're going to stay there. Because no matter what you say, I mean, again, Netflix has now elevated themselves to is two you know, two years in a row well, where they've well, had like uh, an Oscar Oscar nominated films that are up there well, in the. That's not even the coolest part of what they've done. What they've done is so their first series that they did on their own was House of Cards. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., it was Netflix only. They sold the rights to that street to, to broadcast TV across the world. Yeah. Like, where the money is yeah because now they've got their own so while other people are, so while you're working at the kinks and you're saying oh how do you do customer service how do we maximize their streaming and also create this content look across the street netflix already got the back end part built in isn't it easier to sell my thing to them mm-hmm. that's going like the frustration because now you're a customer service when you just here to create content yeah and and and, like, and 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 i mean not to get too nerdy on this i also know that just from from they 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 were there with AWS and 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 cloud services mm-hmm. and how they built like Netflix actually has servers that like people use some of the the lessons learned and some of the things that Netflix does to to work out failover and how to deal with scaling up cuz you got to think about the amount like people complain when they see when when their Netflix freezes when you think about sure. the amount of content that Netflix is delivering, streaming over the internet, and the quality that, across the world, it, right? And there might be a five-second buffer. Like that's incredible. Like it is an amazing <laughs> amount of computing power. That, launch day for Disney Plus with no one on the Exactly. So I'm like, guys, right. we have it so good right now. Right. So yeah, Netflix is the king. Ain't going nowhere, folks. But um. Like I said, it's just it's just been interesting to seeing where things gone. But I wanted to pull this one out just because. Congratulations, CBS All Access. They had a rocky start, um, but they found a way to kind of bring in new users. And they it was one when they launched. We were like, "So what are you guys going to do? Star Trek all the time? Is that going to work?" And they didn't have it that first. And then and then they were like, "You know what though? Maybe it could if we just did Star Trek." So so even better. The reason why this is going to fail and like by fail, I mean get bought out. Right. I think like Disney Plus will work is because outside of just being a streaming service, you're a data collection. If you're yeah. CBS, there's nothing I can do with all these email addresses. If I'm Disney, yeah. come on down. I can sell you shit. I can sell you theme park shit. Yeah. I can sell you like yeah. like there's so there's so many more revenue streams mm-hmm. for Disney than there is for CBS or HBO. Mm-hmm. Like Netflix is going to have the customer service up unlock, and Disney will figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. But the most valuable thing for Disney, and I think that's what's going to be interesting to see what streaming services Disney cannibalizes, because they just want your data, man. They mm-hmm. want that email address. They want that credit card number. They want to send you deals to go to the amusement parks. They mm-hmm. want to send you, like, that's what the future of streaming is. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself makes me a little nervous, but it's going to happen. Yeah. We're here. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything on the internet, it's, it's all been, um, data collection and stuff like that so 
Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. Um, more news. And I don't really, I put this one in here. I feel like this is reported like every year. So I just want to get this out one more time. There's a story about Kevin Feige nearly quitting uh, Marvel due to Perlmutter's uh, representation. This is, the, this is one that came from, so each year come from someone else. Right. Each year you hear about this. Um, I'm kind of just using this to kind of go into the Bob Iger story, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is, this is not unknown. Like we, we knew this and we, we knew about this when it came with the reshuffle, uh, when, when Kevin Feige moved from reporting to Ike to reporting straight to Bob Iger. Um, and, and again, there's something we, when that happened, we saw the, um, we saw the immediate change. We saw the change in um, not just the MCU, but we saw things like Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., where they immediately come, kind of went out and started doing something. like the, Immediately after that, this is 2015, that's when we saw um, uh, Ghost Rider come in, and they used the Robbie Reyes' Ghost Rider instead of mm-hmm. um, you know, Jen Blade. So it's like, this is the... the so it's, again, it, it, it popped up in the news. I, I put it in here. Uh, but I just want to say, yeah, we know. And um, this is why uh, Marvel succeeded, because uh, Disney at that time kind of agreed and was like, no, we're going to bet on diversity and representation and, and, and doing these things. So We're going to um, bet on Kevin. Hmm? Yeah. We're going to bet on Feige. Right. Right. Oh, before we get off streaming real quickly, um, if you're a mid-90s nerd, Gundam Wing is on Hulu. And Ronin Warriors is also is, is on Amazon Prime. There I apologize for any lost man hours for work. <laughs> um, related net, uh, to uh, that story here uh, was the, the quote-unquote big news that Bob Iger was stepping down. I think what got everybody with this story was effective immediately that Bob Iger was leaving Disney as CEO of Disney. Um. The thing about it was, it's effective immediately in 2021. Right. <laughs> so effective immediately soon. Yeah. So when when CEO step down, it's it's effective immediately. It's never usually immediately. Um, I, I think the thing about this is, and and it's and maybe the other shoe will drop, and something else we'll find out. Something else happened. Maybe he was, I don't know, you know, harassing workers or something like that. Um, and I think I well, I don't believe that, but it's like again, I think that's the, the thing that everybody kind of immediately thought. And when you hear effective immediately, the CEO who's working on Bro. all these great things, but like I seem to remember a story not too long ago that this was in the works and that he was going to be leaving soon. Amani mentioned it in his um, email. This has been in the works since before the Fox deal. The 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 like open rumor was that he was staying on to complete the Fox deal. Right. So. I think this is one of the things that kind of caught people off guard, but again, I don't think it, and, and people were like, Oh my goodness, what's going on? How this, thing? like, I don't think this was, I, I think there's always in the cards. <laughs> like this was always yeah. something that was going to happen. And, and Bob Iger is overseeing a, 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 a lot of, of things, you know? Um, I think Iger took over in 2005, you yeah. know? So he's been, it'll, it'll be 16 years. Marvel, we acquired Lucasfilm. At a certain point, like it's time to say, next guy up. Yo, you 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 leave on your high notes, you know? <laughs> you 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 leave on the and then and then he did all that. He acquired he acquired Fox. Yeah. I mean, at that point, 
I think you do. You tip your cap and you walk out of the ballpark, yo. Always leave him on the more, baby. <laughs> like I, you know what? You want to be the guy who says, "Man, why did he leave? Then why did he stay?" Right. Like I just close. Like again. So here's here are here's what Iger acquired as his time. This is since 2005. Pixar, Lucasfilm, and Marvel. Those three right there are what we're like. Wait, Disney just took over the world. And then Fox. And then he got Fox. He wasn't happy. Like, Bob Iger really did have the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> if you really want to be honest, yep. Bob yep. Iger had an Infinity Gauntlet right there. And what he did with Disney. Because you already had the Disney property. You throw in Pixar, then you throw in Lucasfilms, you throw in Marvel, and just for the fuck of it, let's get the Soul Stone and let's go ahead and get 20th Century Fox. 21st Century Fox. You know, and then launch Disney Plus. You know, at that point, you know, I I don't see that. And and apparently he's not leaving the company either. Um, He just, you know, resigning. He's stepping down as CEO. He'll still be around. He's going to make a lot of money. He'll still be worth a lot of fucking money. Um, And um, I think it's it's just that time. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I that was something again. It was a big news. It, it, it shocked the world, um, and and you know a lot of people are like, um, uh, Iger told CNBC that he did it so that he uh, because he wanted to make sure that all of our creative engines were working extremely well. Uh, the only way that I was able to do that was to pass the torch on to Bob, so that my. Um, uh, so that uh, so that my direct reports and authority over our businesses will shift to him for you to do what I think is our next big priority. So again, he's not leaving uh, the company. He's just moving on to other things. And again, I don't know, maybe something will come out and we'll see something else. But like, to me, it seems about right. Like I said, once you've kind of gotten all that stuff, it's like, at that point, what else do you have to prove? You know? Like, yeah. he turned Disney into... Like when you think about it, just at the box office alone, Disney is unstoppable. Like Disney's Disney's box office alone is like half the box office of everybody else. So it's like Disney, and then the rest of the the rest of the the the, the yearly box office is all the other studios combined, and they don't put out as much stuff either. Nope. So, they they're the one they're the studio put out multiple billion dollar films in a year. Between and, and again between Star Wars, Pixar, and Marvel, and then there's any Disney ones they throw on themselves. Like they threw in Aladdin last year, got a billion dollars. So, and I think The Lion King did too. So, yeah, yeah. What can I say? So. Um, right on top, baby. Yeah, good job. Uh, Thank yeah. you, Bob. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was good. Um, uh, on, do you want to stay in the Disney area while we yeah. talk about a couple of things I got here? Yeah. So, stay in the Disney area. What you got? Star Wars: High Republic. Have you heard about this? I I've seen some some articles about it. I haven't really been able to dig into them. So they've announced that the next move, the next wave of. Star Wars media will be focused on the higher public, taking some cues apparently from the older public pre uh, non canonization, 
as we did with the Jedi Knights, who were Guardians of Peace and Justice, um, centuries ago. Hmm. There are four, I believe, books coming out, two comics. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. Phil Noto's drawing it. Um, Daniel Jose Olders, uh writing, so is Charles Soleil. Are, 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 are they... Are they... Oh yeah, and he did he did one of the yeah. the, the the Vader book. So are these comics yeah. or are these these like not I know they've also so done think, novels. So there, there's there's four publishing projects happening first. I think it's two novels and two comic series. Okay. Okay. So the the, the original storyline for um, High Republic was what scares the Jedi. Mm. Well, because this is the time when the Jedi are like not are are a higher power than in the prequels era mm -hmm. this is the this is literally the higher public we're going to talk about the the high so charles soul is writing the first art the first novel light of the jedi but he's also writing one of the comic books and then the disaster in that story will ripple out into everything else mm -hmm. i'm here for it thank you very much um yes please i mean we talk about this i don't think we talk about it enough on the pull this stuff but like there, the if you haven't, if you're a Star Wars fan and you're not reading what Marvel has been putting out with the comic side of this, you're missing out. And I've also, and, I, and again, I'm just not a novel person, but I've also heard the novels are also really good as well. So I know a lot of people. There's a big deal when when um when Disney bought Lucas Films and they said that we were no longer going to be the announcement was we're not going to make uh, any of the um in the universe stuff canon people kind of freaked out but i'm gonna be honest here i think it was a good decision you know not to say that some yeah. of that stuff there's there's there is some good stuff from the in the universe but there's also a lot of bad and this does what do we know about when you're when you're when you're trying to build a world and, and tell these stories like consolidate and what they did was they consolidate and you're finding a way to tell the story like i'm not gonna lie i've read you know it's the third time i'm bringing this up now i've read that starter i've read that first issue of that new uh darth vader book and by the end of it i'm like give me more directly into my veins all the time like it's 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 good like this is the stuff you want these are stories you want and it really fleshes out this world. And if you've ever been, you know, I know the, the movies get very divisive, especially the newer ones. People get very divisive over that stuff. I'm done arguing that. I just tell people like, go read the comics. If you right. really want something and you'll see why the comics blow away any, no matter where you fall on the spectrum on the, on the movies, the comics blow all that shit away. They just do. Like, if you like that, that 30 seconds as you see Vader kicking ass in, in rogue one, you need to go immediately and go read the Darth Vader books. You will now right. see what they, because I'm not gonna lie. Between that and and just play that, play the fall the uh fall uh, fall in order, and just play that last that last that, that last level because that shit is terrifying. That shit is terrifying. <laughs> Yo, Vader's a terrifying motherfucker. You know? Yes. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah. So I um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's that's great. I'm definitely going to check that stuff out. Uh, did you have anything else for Disney? No, that was it. That was uh, okay. mostly. It. Uh, yeah, that's it for now. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I was going to cover the Arrowverse news, but I think we covered both of that between Brendan Ruff leaving and and yeah. and the Flash stuff. We kind of covered that both on 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 those episodes, so we'll, we'll skip over that. And um, 
we're kind of in DC. Let's let's talk about these DC comic changes. So, how do you pronounce Dan's last name? Dadio? Didio? Didio? Yeah, I think so. Didio. Dan gone. Yeah. And unlike Bob Iger, where it's like, see what this is structured, there is a um, CTV series this weekend in Chicago. DC had a Meet the Publishers panel on Friday, February 28th at 6.15. That motherfucker is now canceled. Mm. This is not some structured, it was always the plan. This is something that, by all indications, has come out of left field. So if we're going to start asking questions about what's behind it, like, ah, this, is, this is the one I can ask more questions about than Bob Iger. Mm. It feels like this was not a, there were no plans here. And everyone's reactions are so effusive and thankful and it feels almost like i don't know if you remember this when john skipper got let go at esp and had to leave because he had the cocaine problem and mm-hmm. he black so he just bounced which obviously has had a ripple effect as everyone who's a smart person esp has been systematically removed from their posts mm. um but with this it was like yo i'm waiting for the show i'm waiting for the shoe and comics creators and artists and execs are notoriously loose-lipped with all these different websites. So we'll get the story soon later, but as of recording time, the 26th of February, 2020, thank you very much, Dan. Um, I know I've had my qualms with some things you've tried to do, things you've actually done, but I think that the passion and shepherding DC into something new over the last 20 years, you could feel the energy there. You could feel his passion for it. So thank you. Good luck and God bless until we hear something else. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that's the weird thing to me. So I saw that coming up and I was just like, oh, okay, cuz I mean, sometimes you get you get you get publisher stepping down, you get editors in chief stepping down. You th- like these things happen. So at at first glance, it didn't it didn't I, I didn't it didn't register for me. But then when I happened to be on Twitter and I started seeing cuz I follow a lot of comic guards and stuff like that, sorry, like people like Gail and stuff like that, and I was just seeing that everybody was kind of shocked by it. Not just shocked, like outraged, right? You know, and it's like, it, like you said, it came out of came out of the field, and then, and then, as you try to dig in, and try to find out more reasons of what's going on and what's happening, there's nothing. You know, um, he's been he's been co-publishing with, I think, it was Jim Lee for the last few years, yeah. um, and so, like you said, it's this is like like you said compared to the bob Iger one which also for some people saying some people are saying it came out of the field and i think to me that just comes from the language that was used to write the headlines because like i said like everybody kind of knew bob wasn't like i i i gotta i i, I should have done my research for this but i could have sworn like if you go back like three years you probably would have found an article or something about how bob Iger got his, his contract extended for three years and that it right. was just like, and that it, that it ended in 2021, and that's where we're at. Like, I, 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 I feel like I, like I know that happened with Kathleen Kennedy. I just feel like that's what this is, and that people just wrote the, the you know, effective immediately. But it's like it's 20, it's next year, so that's not that's not what effective immediately means. So I, I kind of just kind of like, it, yeah, right. So I feel like that one kind of threw people off guard. But it like when you read the story, it doesn't match up to the headline. This one was different. Like it was a complete opposite way, where it's like I read the headline, I'm going like, oh, okay, whatever, and then I go and log on to Twitter, and it's that that meme of like uh, Danny, uh, uh, Donald Glover walking in with the pizza box and then the room is on fire, and everybody's fighting each other. I'm like, that's yeah, what it was like. I was like, who the artist was, but someone they're like, someone who's given this much to this company should not be leaving this way. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, when the tea spills, we will cover it. 
Right, right. And so it's just one of these things of, and, and what, what kills me is this, is, this is on the heels of us talking about how well DC Comics is doing with Rebirth mm-hmm. and how Rebirth feels like they finally have a plan in place and, and things are finally falling in place and, and, and things are making sense. Like they had to reshuffle. I, I know at one point, um, uh, uh, Jeff Johns had, they, they've reshuffled around DC the last few years. So at first, again, I, at first glance, this was just another like reshuffling. Oh, okay, cool. Whatever. But it's like, then you start realizing like, no, this is something different. And, this feels like at a time when DC is having a resurgence in in their stuff. I mean, I'm not happy with all the stuff they're doing, but like they're finally feeling like they're starting to click. They're starting to get things together with their with their uh, obviously the, the TV stuff is there, the 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 comic stuff, and, and this is just you know him with just comics, but like the comic stuff is there. You know, they're getting stuff together, movies. So it's like to have something like this happen, come feeling like it coming out of left field. It just it. It's so weird, and so you're right. Like I'm, 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 I'm waiting. I was hoping we get some more news by the time we recorded this, but it's so, it's like so fresh. Like the longer it takes for something to leak, the more worried I get because like business was very forthcoming. Like, look, one of the reasons I went to DC, and one of the reasons I'm, I got to do all the things, I've, all the cool shit I've gotten to do, is because Dan and I sat down after I almost died and had a conversation about things I hadn't done, things I would love to do at DC. And he listened to things like Superman's identity, like there's stuff mm-hmm. like he's been allowed to do because Dan had his back. And so now I'm like, I, I am a little nervous for return to what we've seen in DC, and that's probably unfair. But I also, I mean, it's honest. That's where well, I am. And that's the thing. I think I think a lot of people think when they hear Dan's name, they think New Fifty Two, which you know, New Fifty Two didn't work out the way I think a lot of people wanted. But like, I I think that there were some good things from New Fifty Two, and and again, there's no denying what you've been seeing with Rebirth. And Rebirth has been going on since, what, 2015, right? Yeah. And, and you can see that even if New 52 was a misstep, the recalculation, recalibration from there, the focus on legacy, the help, the Generations books we're probably going to talk about next month during the polis, mm-hmm. they're restructuring their history. They're going back to legacy. And now that legacy, because of the departure, gets to feel fresh again. Exactly. And so it just feels like one of those things, like I think that you know, it's easy for on the outside to go, oh, yeah, bye, Daniel. You did New 52. That sucked anyway. Fuck it. But I'm like, I'm looking at it going like, no, there's, they, they, they had a resurgence. They were, they were, they were, they were, they did what we always say you should do is you make a misstep instead of throwing it all away. You, you build off of it and learn from the yeah. mistakes and integrate the mistakes in. That's what DC Rebirth did using New 52. You know, and Dan so tried to kill Nightwing in Infinite Crisis. Well, I've mean, never truly forgiven him for that. Well, yeah, true. Okay, but okay. I mean, well, like, and, yeah. I, I, as someone who has a gripe, yeah, who has a grudge, I can't say that I'm happy to see him leave. I can't say I'm super nervous for future DC Comics because yeah. one of the things that he was shepherding was this new restructure of their history, where Wonder Woman is the first superhero. Yeah. So. It's it's interesting because that was the other thing too. Is like there are all the people going, who would be the next publisher? And just like people are like, and a lot of people are also just like, it was also interesting. That a number of people were going like, I don't want that job. <laughs> so. No, because you got to remember, there at the, even more than Marvel and Disney, you are a Time Warner line sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. You can't exactly point to the box office and say, "Well, at least we're feeding that monster." Because <laughs> <laughs> right. So, 
I don't know. It's um strange times, man. Strange times. You want to talk about DC movies? Let's wrap everything up. Yeah, let's let's wrap everything up with this. Uh, the DC. So uh, you know, I know we a lot of we spent a lot of time kind of ragging on DC movies, but did you? So did you ever? Did you get to see Birds of Prey? I haven't seen. I've been so fucking busy. Okay, I got you. Um. We kind of wanted to say, uh, kind of just going to the, di- the state of DC movies now that Birds of Prey have come out. I know you haven't seen it yet, but you can, just, you can say whatever you want. I'm not. Afraid oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, there's nothing to really. Uh, to me, it's a very straightforward movie. There's nothing really to spoil with it. Right. Um, but uh, it is a good movie. You know, even with the box office not being great for it, it's still a good movie. And I just kind of want to go through kind of like what's working for DC movies right now, what's not, and what we like to kind of see with them kind of moving forward because it does still feel like they're. It's it's almost like the what we just talked about here with the DC rebirth stuff and the and the new V two stuff, like not completely throwing away all the stuff with the, the Snyderverse. We're trying to figure out what stuff worked from there. And and so far, you know, some of the stuff that did work for it, like, you know, you have somebody in Margot Robbie in in Harley Quinn, you use that. You don't throw that away. Ooh, she loves that character. And she and that's the other thing too. She loves that character. And that to me is one of the things that's working, right? They're finding honestly, there's two things that the two things that were and they're kind of both the same is I think Female characters and and female directors. Hmm. Um, Patty Jenkins and uh, um, um, uh, Gal Gadot with, as Wonder Woman, and then uh, Kathy Ann and um, Margot Robbie. And Margot Robbie also was a producer on, on Birds of Prey. That's two of the th- three best movies that DC's done so far. Um, I think that they should be allowed... If you're if you just gave Zack Snyder the keys of the kingdom off of a me- mediocrely reviewed star, uh, Spider- uh, Superman film, I think Patty Jenkins and Kathy Ann, who have way better reviewed movies, should be at least had be in the conversation of people you talk to when it comes to shaping out what future you want for some of these DC movies. I think it works well you're for probably them. Probably right, but I will see what happens with eighty four. Before I start giving Patty Jenkins, you're right. Fair, fair, fair. You know, because I'm I'm with you on that. I'm like, you know, uh, uh, some of the things that didn't work with Wonder Woman, you could still kind of say had the stench of of Zack Snyder on them. This is a completely her production on this, so let's see. And what... nothing about it is exciting me. Right. So we'll see. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm probably I'm probably wrong. I'm just well, I, to, that's the one. Well, you know what? To be fair, I think this goes to what what doesn't work for them, and it's kind of related to the same thing. The promotion of these female-led films and female-directed films. I do not think they do their films because I feel the same way about the the Birds of Prey movie. That that trailers the trailers for it did nothing for me. And when I see the see the movie, the rollout was missed. It was a bad rollout. Well, and and what is it? And it was a bad rollout. Then you go to see the film, and you're like, well, and, and to me, it's the same thing happened with Shazam, which you also haven't seen. I suggest you'd see Shazam it's on as well. HBO Go, and I was not feeling well on Sunday, and I almost watched it. I, I, I'll I, talk about what I did watch and what I'm looking forward to from DC movies. I won't get to that part. Okay, um, but like uh, all three of those films, the, the all three of their best films had terrible rollouts. They didn't have really exciting trailers, and um, they did not put the promotion behind them like they did some of their other films. Um, I think that, to me, is what doesn't work for them, because it feels like they don't have confidence in their stuff. It, it feels like they don't have confidence in the stuff they should have confidence in, and the stuff they shouldn't have confidence in, they're super confident in, like, 
Aquaman was not a good film, folks. Um, so let's do this because you just said you touched on what I'm going to touch on for the thing I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. at DC Comics movies. Mm-hmm. I watched Godzilla King of Monsters this weekend. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie. I didn't see the previous one. I'll tell you what about that movie. They went all the fuck in on some fucking monsters. <laughs> I'm looking forward to DC saying, fuck it. Let's go all in on some of this comic booky shit because I feel like that's their lane. Mm-hmm. It's DC, it's not Marvel. You ain't got to be grounded, baby. Well, so you know what the funny thing about it is? That's what Sazam is. They didn't just ground it. Like, Sazam has some really great moments in it that feel comic booky. Um, what worked to me for Birds of Prey is Margot Robbie as, as, as Harley Quinn because she is Harley. And when you see those fight scenes, you're like, oh, she's fighting like Harley does in the Arkham games. Like, that's Harley Quinn. Like, you feel the character. It, it, to me, it's like I, I compare Birds of Prey to like I felt when I watched Deadpool. It's like, oh, you have a lead who's all in on the character and understands the character's comic nature. And it's all in on that personality. And like you right. said, I think that's what makes like I don't I don't know where people got this idea that DC comics are grounded. Well, I know where they got it from, Frank Miller and stuff like that. But like yeah, you know exactly I know where they got it from, but it's like read some comics, fuckers. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, well, and then like, what kills me is then we go and look at things like like you know, we just we just reviewed the Flash, and you literally had a Speed Force infused Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? We we have we have we have Oliver Queen becoming the Spectre. We have you know like what are we, like how do you guys how do you guys not see that you you have the pieces there? Just do it in the go go full bore in the movies, and you'll have your movie. You'll you'll have your billion dollar fucking films. You know. That just print fucking money because that's what people want to see, you know. So, yeah. I want to see Superman be super, not mopey as a bit. Like I, oh man, sad Superman is the saddest shit in the world to me. Go be Superman. The fuck. <laughs> um, you know what? Here's one thing that's also not working for me. Um, and and it's something that's not working for me, but I hope it turns into something that that does for work for me. And this is, I like Matt Reeves. I, I like what they put together for this Batman film. I need you all to stop showing me shit for it. Chris. Have confidence in Batman. It's no going to sell. Well, and that's my problem, right? It's the confidence level of Warner Brothers. Like, Batman sells. You ain't got to sell me on Batman. It's good. Like, I've been hurt before by you. I'm still going to go fucking see it. Like... It's just what it is. You know people are going to go to that, all right? So you don't need to leak a a, a camera test of 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 um a Robert Patton uh Patterson in 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 the suit and looking like Daredevil. You got to leak that shit to me. I don't need to see set videos of him on his year one bicycle bike. I don't need to see that shit. Do not release that stuff. You don't need to tease it out. Just make your fucking film keep it closed set like like marvel does and then roll out your stuff and have confidence in that don't try to don't try to tease it out like you've done with all this is a mistake you made with Zack snyder stuff you tease it out you have all the people generating all this buzz and all these theories and things like that then when the movie comes out and it doesn't meet that that expectation people are disappointed you know and so don't do that 
You have a good cast. You have a great director because Matt Reeves directed the fuck out of those Planet of the Apes films. All right. He's great. Just make the film and put it out. Like, that is one of the things that I've seen all these people talking about that, that, that camera test and doing all these things. And I'm just like, this is not good. Don't do that. This is, this is, it's, it gets people talking and wanting to certain things. And all you're going to do is, this is the same thing you guys did with Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, granted, Matt Reeves is 10 times the director that, that, that Snyder is. But the same thing is like, you do this and you, you've, you've hamstrung your director. Stop. Don't do that yeah. shit. So, sorry. That did was. Like I know we're both sick of it, but did you like that still? You said what now? Did you like that still we got of uh, Robert on, Pattinson? On, like, on the bike? No, 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 no that's not him. The, the, I, that's uh, what I'm saying. The, I was like, yeah, that's not that's that's definitely. I was like, that's the production still we got of like the close up of the suit. Um, in the red light. Yeah. No. And the reason why I say I no because it was very clear that it was just it's just a camera test and the suit yeah. wasn't completely fitting him. So it was like I don't like I don't like what they've done with the symbol. Like this rumor that it's the pieces of the gun from. I'm like, yo, please no. Oh wait, no what? Oh shit! No, don't do this. Don't, don't. The no. Is, like, go look at it again. It looks like it's composite pieces. The rumor is that the bat symbol is the gun that killed Martha and Thomas Wayne. God damn you! <laughs> ah, it's usually you who gets to hurt me. <laughs> God damn it, man! <laughs> why? Why? Uh, why do you guys why why do you why i just it's like you know what you know what it is it's like it's like when you know you need a joker and and then and then david ayers goes out and makes whatever the fuck he did with with jared leto right it's like you you want to make you know the simple it's a simple look for the flash costume and all you gotta do is put them in a red a red leotard with some gold boots and you put metal from a spacecraft on him and now all you have to do is put a little bat symbol it's just you know some some reinforced like kevlar or something like that just a regular symbol and you make it out of the i i'm i refuse to believe this i'm not gonna do this i'm not i refuse Although history tells me it's probably true. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> it's actually made from the pearls of Martha Wayne. God damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> shit. God, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, think, I, I think that's the last thing what I would like to see from them. I would like to see them just stop trying so hard. I mean, try harder with your promoting your female uh, uh, led films and your female directors. Uh, but I mean, just this this overly try hard, like trying to answer every trying to prove it's like, it's like when you had that one person who's always trying to prove that they don't suck all the time. And even when they don't, you still kind of be like, yeah, but you still suck. You know, it's, it's that kind of yes. thing. Like, have confidence, you know, have the confidence of a Marvel Studios. To bet the farm. The confidence that you're filming Batman. Well, well yeah, you know, you know. That, you're right. not making Suicide Squad. You're not making Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey. You're not even making Shazam. You're making fucking Batman. 
Move in silence, my dudes. Your last Batman film made a billion dollars. And it wasn't any good. Right. So, like, just come on. Come on. You know? Just don't be... They got no heart, Chris. They got no heart. Right. They're coming coming around in a 40-pound costume. (laughs) (laughs) We should go. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Was was Dante Wilder's costume made out of the the gun parts that killed Marlowe? I can't with you. (laughs) Comes full circle. Comes back to the. I'm bringing it back to the emo we had at the beginning. So take it back. Take Uh, the show out of the Raptors. Out of the loop. We're done here. All right, folks. Uh, that is really it. We're, we're done. So uh, make sure you guys email us. Uh, mailbag at mtrnetwork.net. We will uh, see you at the end of uh, March. And uh, if you want to head over to the Character Corner, stay tuned. Because in March, we'll have our pull list where we're talking about some uh, all the great things and comics that are killing our wallets. So stay tuned for that. Again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>